Hello, it's Dan and Janessa. Hello. We're back with our second episode of The Furlough. It is April 30th, 9.54 p.m. The witching hour. I suppose. Um, (laughs) And we're here in the living room having a drink. Dan, what are you having? I'm having an old-fashioned. Okay. I'm having a glass of red wine. I believe this is a Rioja. Uh, it's pretty good. So yeah, we're just kind of settling in. Thought we'd give an update to our friends and family. Uh, Dan, how was your day? Uh, it was it was cool. I uh, went to the grocery store today and uh, wore a you know wore my bandana. It was a, a relatively light trip. Got out of there right around a hundred dollars, uh, which <laughs> lately is. Uh, that's that's good for getting out of the grocery store for that um they had paper towels so we are now stocked on paper towels for at least another two weeks probably so that's that's a big bonus that was probably like a a quarter of the the total right there um yeah paper towels are the new toilet paper yeah yeah you can find toilet paper everywhere uh sometimes it's off brand brands you've never heard of what was the name of the brand that we got? It was like Suavel. Suavel, yes, yeah. and it's got hearts on it. <laughs> yeah, I believe it was probably their their uh, their Valentine's Day edition of Suavel brand uh, toilet paper. But we have some. That's our backup. <laughs> um, but now we have paper towels, so that's exciting. And I uh, got some pistachio, pistachio, um, like pistachio, pistachio ice cream. Like it's like made from pistachio. Uh, nut cream instead of oh, okay. dairy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So alternative milk. Alternative milk, so mm-hmm. I can have it without it upsetting my stomach, like the coffee I had yesterday, which uh, caught up with me today. Um, yeah, well, that's how my day went. <laughs> <laughs> um, my day is pretty good. Um, I got out of the house today, which is always helpful. I had every intention of going for a run. But it was really windy and kind of crappy weather. And when I got out there, I just said to myself that I would walk until I felt like running. But then I never felt like running. <laughs> so it just turned into a really long walk, uh, which was fine. Um, I'm finding it challenging to run with a bandana or face mask. Um, it's just really hard because you have to put it on so tightly over your nose I just find it really restricts your breathing. I feel like I have on one of those masks that's for training, like at altitude, like to make it seem like you're training at altitude. Maybe by the end of all of this, I'll be even faster. (laughs) Or you'll be able to run in Colorado with no problem. Right, right. So, um, but anyway, I went for a long walk instead of a long run. So that was still good. I still felt good getting out there and getting the blood pumping. So... Yeah. Oh, and uh, and dinner tonight was was very tasty. Uh, made it was. A, uh, um, maple. Uh, was it um, uh, maple soy garlic or like a maple garlic chicken? But it's like yeah. soy sauce, maple syrup, ketchup, um, and uh, potatoes, carrots, and green beans in the slow cooker along with chicken, and then take the chicken out and broil it for a few minutes at the very end just to finish it off and it was it was very tasty it was good yeah, yeah. yeah but that, that was fun so that was that was uh part of the day as well yeah um 
And the other part of the day was just sort of chasing Danny around. That's that's a constant. (laughs) But you saw, you witnessed something today that I did not see. Yeah. Sort of a new development for Danny. This morning when uh, when we first got up and uh, I was blocking the the doorway, uh, blocking the door to our bedroom, which Danny loves to go over and open up if we have the door shut. Even if the gate is up, he can still stand up over the gate and knocked the door open and Jen was sleeping in there this morning and so I was laying in front of the door out in the living room to keep him from being able to get to it and uh, he kept crawling up to me and you know cr- trying to crawl over me to get to the door and I kept pushing him back and pushing him back and so he finally decided to take a different tact and when he crawled up to me rather than crawl over me he stood up and then tried to fall over me and he stood up completely on his own like just from a crawling position, put his legs underneath him, stood right up, and then tried to fall over my perpendicular laid or horizontally laid body. Um, that was amazing. Yeah. Until yeah. now, he's needed to hold on to something to pull himself up and to kind of cruise around. So he, but he's getting more daring with going from one piece of furniture to the next. Um, he's kind of. You know, he's unsupported for longer periods of time. So, but yeah, I haven't. Steps here, yeah. I haven't yet seen him just stand up in the middle of the room before. So, um, I'm sure I will in the next week or so see that as well because he seems to be making new developments every day. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Is he's opening uh, some of the, the the toys that he's had for a while that he's needed our assistance with uh, with like doing certain things on, you know, like he's opening, figuring it yeah, out. He's figuring yeah. it out, opening things on his own that he used to need help with and get frustrated with. So yeah, he's he's uh, he's developing. Mm-hmm. Uh, little guy's getting smarter and smarter. And he had a huge meal for dinner. He had jambalaya, an entire orange, piece of of toast with with guacamole on it. A whole fruit or a pack of vegetable. It's one of those pouches, one of those yeah. veggie fruit pouches. Veggie yeah. fruit pouch and uh, some cheese and some cheese for dessert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very French. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he today was a good eating day for him. Yeah, he was all over it. He was. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, it was it was a good day. It was yeah. fun. Day day. Though it is this day six, well, technically day four of my furlough, but right day six since I was furloughed. Yeah. yeah. Are you? Do you feel like you're easing into the, you're you're hitting your stride? No, I mean I'm still looking at the the phone sometimes, and I'm not answering emails, but I'm just seeing what they are and being like, mm, well, someone hopefully that person reads my out of office and gets in touch with the right person, but I'm not forwarding anything. Yeah. Yeah. So question for you um just thinking about you know our life pre-pandemic um you know it's like i've you know been thinking about like you know parts of my day and parts of my routine that you know it kind of kind of didn't seem significant but now i'm kind of missing them um what what part of your everyday life and your everyday routine do you miss like not like the the vacations or like the big like day trips places and stuff but just the the things that you did every day that you're kind of like you're missing um i you know i miss work because i i mean i don't necessarily miss 
all aspects of my job, but I miss like the the routine of work and like going and especially like because my job is always moving around and seeing different people and being different places. Um, you know, there's like I have a, a fairly interesting job, so like I I do miss uh, you know, and New York is a, is you know greatest city in the world, and you know like that's I'm not uh not experiencing it on a daily basis which you know was kind of part of my job was experiencing you know new york on a daily basis and just for those who may not know like what just oh to describe I, so, your job you know i i'm i sales manager for a, a hotel restaurant and cafe coffee uh the coffee business for Ely cafe and um Italian coffee company and so I deal with a lot of high-end hotels and cafes and restaurants throughout uh, the tri-state area and museums like my specialty until recently was uh, sort of the B&I sector which is business and industry so I'm in a lot of uh, like you know big corporate clients like JP Morgan or or Morgan Stanley or any of the Morgans um, or uh, um, you know uh, Museums like the Met Museum or or the Natural History Museum, where they have cafes inside the buildings. Um, my company, my specialty was getting coffee to those people. Now I manage a team who does that, as well as you know, hotels and restaurants and cafe independent cafes and dealing with some of our franchise cafes. And and so like you know a typical day, I might be at the Met Museum one day. The next day I might be at the fr- top of the Freedom Tower and the next day I might be at the Palace Hotel and a couple of, you know, four or five star restaurants or, or Michelin starred restaurants. And, um, you know, so um, a lot of interaction with a lot of different people and a lot of uh, different aspects of the hospitality business, which has been decimated by by this. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll see what's left of that industry and what the changes are to the industry are when, when we get back, but yeah, you know, it's going to be different than it ever was before. That's for sure. At least until there's a vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just, you're missing like the, the variety and the interaction with different people and change of scenery and yeah, not that I dislike being here and being with Danny all, you know, the majority of the day and being with you the majority of the day. And like, I mean, Yes, our apartment isn't huge, and sometimes the walls do feel like they're closing in on you. But I mean, I I love I love it, and I love where we are and proximity to to the park and and Greenwood Cemetery and being able to walk and run around. But um, so I, I do I do miss that. Um, I also miss uh, having other people make me cocktails like that. Uh, that's um, not that I'm. Not that I'm about to stop making my own cocktails, but I do miss having other people prepare them often with ingredients that like I'm never going to buy a bottle of Falernum. I don't even know what the hell Falernum is, but like what what cocktail calls for that? Uh, is it an alcohol? Is it a yeah, it, it's I think it's some sort of liqueur or something. OK, uh, it's in one of the cocktails that's on the cocktail menu at Sea Witch and I've seen it in other places, too. Um, yeah. But, See, which is our one of our local bars right, down the street. Down yeah. the street, yeah. Um, I did make a cocktail with an egg white in it the other the other. I made mm-hmm. a whiskey sour with an egg white. Um, that was that was tasty. Yeah, I made a whiskey sour with a, a red wine float, which is called a New York 
whiskey sour. I had no idea until I started looking up cocktail recipes online. But um, but yeah, no, nothing nothing will ever. It's not. It's like uh, making your own latte versus having someone make your latte for yeah, you. It's, yeah, it's kind of nice to yeah to have somebody make it for you, right. and it's maybe a little different and. Yeah. It feels like a treat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now it's just to get through this god-awful <laughs> time. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what um, do you miss? So, you know, it's funny. My life now is not that much different than what it has <laughs> been. Um, just because when you have an infant or even he's, I guess he's, almost a toddler now. Um, But this past year, I've really spent a lot of time at home. And um, I I did try to always get out at least once a day for something. But um, one of the places that I would go to a lot and take Danny to quite often was, sounds kind of lame, but it's a Barnes and Noble that we have here in our neighborhood in Park Slope. And we have lots of other independent booksellers that are much cooler and you know I like to support them too but the reality is when you have a baby and you have this stroller and you know a baby that's not always using its indoor voice um, (laughs) and can be rambunctious like these tiny cramped little uh, cool independent bookstores are really just not Conducive. Not conducive. Yeah. So um, the the Barnes and Noble in our neighborhood is big. It has an elevator. There's like a little built-in Starbucks. Um, there's a bathroom that's always available, and I can actually it's big enough where I can roll the stroller into the bathroom, so I never have to worry about that. So it was uh, a place where we would go, and sometimes I would just browse the maybe the kid section, or you know, for myself. Maybe I'd buy a book. Maybe I wouldn't. Sometimes we'd go just to use the bathroom and then um, maybe stop by at the Starbucks upstairs. And if Danny was asleep in the stroller, I'd get a coffee. And if he woke up, then, you know, maybe I'd go and get a croissant and we would split a croissant, put him in the and one of the high chairs that they have there. Um, and, you know, we would kill an hour or two just kind of hanging out in the Barnes and Noble. So there's a part of me that just really misses that place even though it's pretty basic (laughs) um but it was just and it even you know even before I had Danny I I went to that Barnes and Noble quite a bit because when I was pregnant and I would walk around the park as part of my exercise you know you have to use the bathroom quite a bit when you're pregnant (laughs) and I could always count on uh the Starbucks I mean the the Barnes and Noble bathroom so a lot of times on my route I would stop by and you know use the restroom there and then uh be on my way so I there's just a part of me that that misses that place so yeah yeah Yeah, I mean it's not I mean, yeah, I guess it's basic but well just you know I mean there are so many it's much cooler to go buy your books at an independent bookstore right. and there are plenty of cool independent bookstores yes. in our neighborhood yeah. um and and i go there too but it's just as far as the destination goes even if i don't buy anything i i i like barnes and noble as like a place to go so my next question for you is oh boy <laughs> do you have any recommendations last week we talked a lot about tv oh, it could yeah. be about tv or it could be 
just anything else, any recommendation, something that maybe might help somebody else get through this this quarantine time. Mm. Mm. Well, on uh, sticking with the theme that that I started earlier, um, I, I I will say a, a, a if you're a whiskey fan, um, there is a, a very interesting uh, uh, whiskey I, I I bought a couple of weeks back. Um, if you're familiar with Redemption Rye, uh, Redemption is a, a distillery based out of Indiana, and uh, they were first known for their rye whiskey. Uh, they now have a bourbon as well, although I guess technically it's not a bourbon since it's not made in Kentucky. But um, but um, I think it's a rule that like it used to be a rule that a bourbon would had to be had made in Kentucky. Kentucky had to be distilled in distilled Kentucky. in Kentucky. Yeah. Although it wasn't a rule, it was just like kind of an unspoken rule that outside. But now bourbons are everywhere. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's an Indiana distillery. And uh, they are making a whiskey now that is aged in rum casks uh, from this uh, particular rum company called Plantation, which is a it's a very good, you know, it, it's not a, a small distillery by any means. Like they, they've probably been around about twenty years, and I've, I've I have purchased many of their rums over the years. But it's a whiskey aged in plantation rum barrels, and uh, so it gives a really like sweet. Um, smooth characteristic to the uh to the bourbon and grows great in old-fashioned which i'm drinking right now mm-hmm. or uh it i i've had a sip of it on its own i'm i try to to stay away from drinking too much bourbon on its own because once that starts going down too smooth it's way too easy to let it continue going down smooth um so um but it's a, it's a, yeah it's a it's a great whiskey um and then uh, another thing outside of the realm of alcohol that I would uh, would recommend um, would be to get yourself a good set of knives, um, <laughs> because with all the cooking that people are doing nowadays, um, having like you know your mom, thank you, got us <laughs> a, a, a knife set for Christmas. And my lord, it's so nice having knives that work. It is. <laughs> we had really crappy knives before, so it's been it's been really great having good knives and also good pots and pans. Even though that investment, we made that investment a couple years ago, I still right. just admire our pots and pans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Occasionally, um, we, we scraped them up a little bit, a little um, bit, but they're still in pretty good shape. They're still and, in good shape. And, yeah. and having them. What's the brand that we have? Calphalon? Yes, Calphalon, Cephalon. I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, my recommendation, I have a couple. One of them is an app. It's the Peloton app. Not not particularly groundbreaking. And, you know, Peloton has had its ups and downs. But Yeah, I, uh, I told her to get the Peloton <laughs> app, and she did. And, my God, it changed her life, just like I knew it would. Um, I'm not like an indoor cycling person. I mean, I've taken spin classes. It's not, I I like it. It's fine. It's not my main thing. But um, this app has a bunch of different workouts. But what I've been using is the outdoor workout, the audio. So you can do guided runs or guided walks. And there's different themes. There's different types of music. Everything's set to a soundtrack. And then there's the different instructors. And 
I've done a couple different ones, um, like a high intensity interval one was really fun that I did. And um, I did a walk the other day just where they had, it was an interval walk where we would speed up and slow down. And anyway, it's it's kind of a nice way to mix up if you're into outdoor running um, and maybe if you're missing some of your group fitness classes, it's a good way to just kind of, I don't know, get a little energy back in, just a little more variety because it's easy to kind of phone it in like I did today <laughs> where I walked instead of running. Should have been using the Peloton I should have been using it, but I felt, that that's, I felt that that's what I needed today. But um, the next time I go for a run, I'll use a, a, a Peloton guided app. And it's a free app. Um, this is not an ad. They're not a sponsor. <laughs> they want to be. They should get in touch. But um, that's one of my recommendations. My other recommendation is another TV recommendation. Dan and I started watching a Netflix show co- called I Am Not Okay With This. Um, mm. And it is a good combination of sort of angsty teen drama and also superhero <laughs> origin yeah. story. Um this the I'm not giving anything away because it's in the trailer but the premise is that this um girl she's probably about 16 she's you know gone through this family trauma and she's realizing um that when she gets angry um and angsty uh that she's basically has telekinetic powers um and she's but she's sort of in denial at first and then think all these weird things keep happening. And so where we are now, we're only about like four four episodes in. She's still trying to kind of figure it out. And a friend of hers, she's kind of let in um, and and told him about it and he's trying to help her figure it out. So it's, um, it's, it's a good, it's like I said, it's a good combo of teen angst, drama, superhero origin story, there's a lot of comedy there, but there's still some, you know, some s- serious and, and serious, serious stuff, notes. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is <laughs> just a, a tip. If you're wondering to yourself watching it, is this present day or is this like 1985? It is present day. For some reason, stylistically, they've made a lot of choices to inject sort of 80s pop culture and and just aesthetics like the look and feel of it is very right. 80s and the clothes, one, some the of clothes, the clothes are some of the people, like yeah. the soundtrack is like at one point they're dancing to a, a rick springfield song right um one of the characters collects vhs tapes like it's really i had to google it to see like is this show in present day and it is but i guess the director or creator writer uh is really has a fondness for the 80s yeah. so and I mean the the character who has the big fondness for the eighties, like that fits his like mo, you know. Right, but the show yeah, in general, the show in general, they're does, all kind right. of into they, yeah, it, they, yeah, you know. They, they they are. They just don't realize. Like I mean, the character who's most sort of like eighty centric. It's like that is definitely his decision to be like right. I'm, I'm representing nineteen eighty five mother. Right. Mothers. But there was enough there to make me question if right. this was yeah, a period yeah. and piece. Like people, and like people aren't pulling out their smartphones every right. few seconds right. to look at them. And yeah. yeah. So it was a little bit confusing. But just so you know, yeah. I've done the research for it. <laughs> um, so I think that concludes this episode. Um, 
thanks to everybody who's listened and we are working on the next episode we're going to have a guest hopefully that should be exciting so we'll keep you on your toes there and um if you have any questions or comments feel free to reach out to either of us on facebook or instagram text us because we know you have our numbers yeah we actually we don't have like but we don't have a page or anything we don't have a page for this so just call us because you have our number because you're our friends and family um but anyway thanks so much for tuning in and thank uh, you we are you know looking forward to hanging out with you again soon uh take care yeah bye-bye